Hi, I'm Chief Bob Vasquez. And I'm Dr. Jose Lugo Santiago. Welcome to Leaders and Futures. Let us have a new kind of conversation, one about leading as futures emerge, are yet to happen, or plainly need to be reimagined. Someone has said that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Although it's impossible to predict the future, one thing is certain, you must lead in it. It's time to think differently about leading. This podcast is powered by the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Let's get started with today's discussion on leaders and futures. Well, we're back, Lugo, and we didn't finish our discussion. I told you we would get uh, keep going with this uh, toxic leadership, but but at least we gave uh, our audience a, 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 an idea of well, how to get to effective leadership. Number one, don't be creative. Uh, number two, let them let them go. But as we were finishing the discussion, uh, let them go toward the goal, toward the purpose of the organization. And that's uh, whether, and again, whether it's them with the big T or us, I with the big I. Uh, think about that. You're the leader, and the purpose of this uh, podcast is to help you become a better leader. Not talk about them. Uh, we'll talk about them plenty, but a lot, a lot of times, I think when we talk about these topics, we t- think about oh, that's them and us. Well, no, we're all together. So uh, the second one that. We had uh, discussed, or we that you listed the other day, last week, was lacks accountability. Uh, that, that that's an interesting one for me because I, you know, you, you would think everyone is accountable. The boss makes everyone accountable. You know? Yes. No. No. Absolutely. Uh, and welcome everyone. Uh, yes. This is this is a great topic in regards to accountability. I. This is what happens. Everyone is accountable to somebody in an organization that's uh that's important to know sometimes people that believe they're not accountable they found accountability later on and what i mean is sometimes it's not good sometimes uh, it's too late is it it's too late and embarrassing and uh. they get to the realization like oh my goodness and a lot of good people out there because i tell you a lot of good leaders out there they are they they think they're doing they're doing good and they're doing the best that they can some of them, and that happens a lot in, in people who are been in leadership positions for a very long time. I think in the, one of my books, uh, Lead Me, Really, uh, that book, uh, I mentioned that leadership is like wine. Uh, it, a little bit of wine is good. It makes you feel great. A little bit too much of wine intoxicates you and leadership you know intoxicates people when they spend when people spend too much time in leadership positions they uh they and you see them using the metaphor what they do is uh, you see them stumble right because they're intoxicated and everybody's laughing at them uh-huh, because they and they can't realize right when people laugh they believe oh yeah look i'm i'm popular i'm uh making good decisions uh and but what's really happening is the leader is making decisions, making mistakes because I am the leader and can't recognize the accountability, accountability to the purpose. Remember, we uh, last week we were talking about purpose. By the way, I would add in regards to team creativity, one way to get out of uh, crushing the team creativity is to really have a process for creativity, a funnel. Uh, many organizations don't have that. Okay, sidebar. And so, but but you mentioned purpose, and if they if they are accountable to their purpose. Uh, they they will 
surely understand at that point that I am accountable. I mean, oh my goodness, if this is my purpose, I have all of these stakeholders and all these stakeholders are expecting several things from me. And so I need to align myself to that purpose and understand and self-evaluate as to how am I serving that purpose and those stakeholders. And that's one way to begin to get out of this lacking accountability. But but uh, and I, I think you're going to agree because you said that last week that we we tell people and we 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 think we teach them in uh, courses and workshops and all that that they shouldn't do that and how, how maybe even how not to do that but they keep doing it uh, I I I haven't done it in a while but I think coaching personal coaching is critical to this because uh, that's what we want to get to at the, at least by the end of the, the podcast how do you fix this how this lacks accountability how are you accountable well I think if you find a good coach a good mentor I said this a bunch of times last week and I'll keep saying it who will tell you tell you that the truth not their truth that's a I think that's bullshit personally but uh, tell you the truth and then help you improve yourself but again I don't think people do that and you know you work with corporate America a lot more than I do uh, I worked with a lot of well up until uh, February with military people and military people uh, military leaders for the most part are not that way they don't want to hear how to improve themselves they want to hear how to get ahead and I, I don't yes. know, maybe corporate America is the same way. It's not about getting ahead. It's about being big enough to be humble enough to accept this is what I need to do. And and that's personal accountability. And and I think maybe uh, one thing, and this is free for everybody, ask yourself, am I living up to my, our, my personal purpose or the organizational purpose? And ask yourself that in every decision that you make, if it is, great, go for it. If it isn't living up to it, then maybe consider how to do it differently. What do you think? Well, personal accountability, of course, it's, it requires that you are accountable to something. So it requires the person have taken the time to mature some kind of self-identity. And that self-identity had to do with how this person uh, identifies to uh, uh, who the person is as a leader and uh, what the organization is and how the person and the organization fit together to you know serve the the reason why the organization is is um is there and that in some cases we can say social good in some in in otherwise why should the organization exist it, it, social could be defined in many different things so that's one thing that i believe when you think about uh personal accountability the other piece that you mentioned was in regards to uh coaching uh because the person needs some kind of uh, hey how am i doing and that that's good uh training and uh, coaching is a good way to to do that uh i've seen but but we are assuming that the person who's coaching the coachee has maturity to be able to an experience, deep experience to be able to lead this person through. Uh, but you see, there's when you think about coaching, you, you you have to think more about not what decisions are made, but why those decisions were made and how those decisions were made and if the person is able to get the leader to think through those processes uh, his or her own processes as a leader to get to uh, why the person made those decisions then the person begin to to get some 
uh, sense of insight. So I use this phrase a lot. And I, I said, you know, when thinking about futures, one of the things that we do is we look at the past, right? We, we use, uh, we say hindsight, foresight, insight, right? So we go and look to the past. Why did I make those decisions where I am right now? And then I'll project myself into the future that I want to have the futures that can be emerged, but really where I'm going to be at. And then I come back to the present and having the two perspectives, I gain insight. And with that insight, it gives me power, right? Then I get a sense of agency. I can do something. And, and so that requires a lot of skill. And a lot of uh, people out there uh, don't, aren't able to go through that process but a, an effective coach can help a person without a doubt that that's important in, in regards to training. I, I mean, there's just many studies in regards to how training helps leaders uh, develop. And to tell you the truth, in many of them, the conclusion has been the stretch assignments and developmental relationships were more critical to developing successful leaders than formal training. And it goes back to the point that you were mentioning before, coaching a mentor, right. right? But but in regards, and I've seen other organizations that have been creating uh, uh, like developmental networks instead of having coaches. And those seem to be more effective. So if you put a person in a stretch assignment, you develop that person, and then you work with that person, the person begins to understand its purpose in the organization as a leader, and then begins to account himself to these purposes and values that the organizations and its subordinates and stakeholders expect from him or her. And I think what you see in the end is a completely different result, a more developed leader in a better organization. Yeah, but but it's still important. The, let's go to number three. You have, uh, what is it, has no interest in their people's personal lives. I think this can get a little bit tricky. The HR folks probably would, or the hair on the back of their neck is probably sticking out if they're listening. <laughs> uh, we we don't want to get into people's personal lives too much, but we got to strike a balance, don't we? I mean, uh, you know, and uh, I know you've met him, Dave Campanelli, Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force. Uh, gosh, what was he, number 11, I think? Something like that, but a good friend of mine. He had this uncanny power, Lugo, if you ever were around him, to remember people. And he, uh, you know, I, I remember having him, uh, hosting him at one place, and a year later I'd have him back, and he'd see those same people, and he would remember, hi, how's Joey, your son? And how's uh, Carolyn, your wife? I mean, it's like... Dave, I see them every day, and I don't know their names. How can you remember that? Which I don't think there's a trick. I've never asked him or anything, but he just had that power to be able to do that. And I think that's it's a matter of respect, you know, that that we remember enough. We have we we take enough time, you know, because time is always of the essence. But we take enough time, care enough to remember those little things. I uh, I had a, a a great boss that was just incredible. She's a good friend of mine still. But she used to send happy birthday cards to our parents, not to mm -hmm. us. Well, we would have a cake and all that kind of stuff. And uh, years when, gosh, this is years ago. And um, she did. She sent a happy birthday card to my mom in a little dinky town by the name of Deming, New Mexico, uh, years ago, and saying, thank you for letting us uh, have the chief. He's a great guy, blah, 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 blah. And my mom was just so blown away by that that she published it in the newspaper 
even up until about five, six years ago, I haven't been back to my hometown since then, but I'd go back to my hometown and people would ask me, hey, how's your boss? What do you mean my boss? The one that sends you uh, uh, your mom birthday cards. Wow, they remember that stuff, you know, and powerful, powerful. Yes. So my boss, who has never been to Deming, New Mexico, I don't think, uh, she's a like, like, you know, she's a star down there because they love her because she cared that much. So, uh, but again, I think we, need, we just got to be careful that we don't get too deep into the personal lives, but be deep enough that we show that we care. Yeah, that's such a great point. When I when I read this, obviously we put ourselves in in a leader's position and this is what i believe it means for me uh how do i take this has no interest in their people's personal lives we know that uh, that it's important for you to understand the context from where people operate I, i think that's and i need to have an opportunity to do that because if i understand it They, they, we can then share our story. So General Welch, uh, former Air Force Chief of Staff, he used to say, Airman, every airman has a story. And the same thing for us, you know, every person that I am in contact with, every follower, every leader has a story. But imagine if I have the opportunity to uh, sit down with a person, get personally interested in who this person is. You mentioned respect. That, that's, that's exactly it. It's about it's not about understanding the, the personal issues of this person. It's about understanding who this person is to you and the organization. So because the person you owe respect to these person, these people as human beings, they're, they're in your organization and they're doing amazing work. So what I want to be able to do is develop a, a the context, you know, tell me, who are you? Uh, what's your story? That's a, that's the the best way to start this. What's your story? And the person is telling you, hey, this is, and so now you know how this person got to where this person is at. And why is that important? Because you got to think about outcomes. Remember, in a lot, I think last week, we talked about uh, being able to understand outcomes, living in an organization, understanding outcomes. So why is that important? If I am thinking, Uh, I have a, a special project. We also talked about creativity the last time, right? Having having a process for creativity. There may be something in your organization that is missing. And because you are personally interested in the story of the people around you, you found somehow this person that you were talking to gave you an insight uh, as to who this person is. And that is the person that you need to have in a particular team giving the person's experience. So that's how I see this uh, being interested in personal, uh, in, a, in, a, in a person's story, not the, the, the personal life itself. I think we, can, we should not take this too literally. Well, and, and I'm going to go back to your experience in uh, uh, basic training as a TI, because uh, you were really mean. Uh, that's what everybody used to say, uh, mean right. Lugo. <laughs> <laughs> they said other things but that's yes that's uh, yeah well we won't we can't say that on the air <laughs> but anyway um i was taught I mean, one of the last things that my recruiter told me before i went to basic training was don't volunteer for anything keep your mouth shut and just do what you're told which maybe in those days and i can tell you some stories about those days that was 50 years ago but that that goes against what we're trying i think what you're trying to say Google, because as you say Everyone has a story, but more importantly, everyone is a story. You know that what they that story is their identity, and, I, and what they have 
they may not tell you because they went to my recruiter who was not going to who told them don't volunteer for anything so you're sitting around you you can't reach those goals because you're looking because I, I remember two instances right now where I'm talking to some youngster they're all youngsters compared to me but and I say man I wish I could blank 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 and each of those instances that person that I was telling that to said I can do that no, mm -hmm. I can do that, Chief. Uh, really? You want me to? Yeah, now all of a sudden we got some powerful, positive energy because they're energized. They're excited about, hey, I, you know, the Chief wants me to do this. I can do this. I, let me excel. Uh, so it goes back to creativity, right? that first one. So, um, you know, that I, there's a huge value in that, knowing what your people can do and developing the trust that they'll tell you that they can. Because and I think the opposite happens too that uh, they don't trust you enough that they're not going to tell you that they can do it and now you're going backwards or you're hiring somebody else because and and then when you do that when you hire somebody else to do it that person that can do it that's already on your team is saying why why didn't he pick me well you didn't tell him or her that you could do it kind of a, a backward uh, cycle that continues on so yeah they're they aren't again they're not just they don't just have a story they are a story and again with the right balance uh, and again goes back to trust if you if you can trust each other mutual trust toward that uh, purpose i think this will work a lot better yeah i think that if the leader well not the leader but if the the people that led when the led can say she cares then at that point that item there has no interest in their pers people's personal lives. That's right there. That answer is the response that that we got. We as a le as leaders got out of this trap of not having an interest in people's lives. And what I mean caring, it means you're tough. You develop people. You know their story you understand what needs to happen in the organization to close the gaps and you can put all those things together you care that's the bottom line which is what i think i told you a few episodes ago that leaders effective that. leaders do in fact we broke it down c-a-r-e in, in other words Luco, Luco, you're saying that i do know what i'm talking about a little bit, a little bit. I think. <laughs> a little bit. I'm, try, I'm trying just to make sure that you stay on your on your on your toes, right? Yeah, you exactly. Give you some room for improvement. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, we'll get into the next uh, two next week uh, because you know when you gotta go, you gotta go. Let's go. Thank you for listening. We hope today's topic connected with you and help you reflect on the work leaders do to get out of a narrow focus on one future and into a broader range of possible alternatives. If you'd like to connect with us, find us at leadersandfutures.com. And if you would like to learn more about leadership and future studies, we have several programs to help you at the Institute for Leadership and Strategic Foresight. Until next time, be great. <laughs>